And you are? I'm Ray. And what are we doing today? Oscars, Oscars, nothing but Oscars. Who got who got the win? Who got down and who got sinned? Let's find out. Actually, I take that back. I know two things about the Oscars, and one of them really pisses me the fuck off. Well, so, the big thing that we need to get out of the way right now is that we all now know that the Oscars are hostless this year. How do you feel? I think it, they did really well last year that way. I'm all good. Also, we also know who's hosting next Golden Globes. What? Yeah, they announced it like four days ago. They announced it like a day after the Golden Globes. Who's hosting? There. Amy Poehler and Tina Fey are coming back to host once again. Probably be their last time, too. I'm sure it will, especially in today's climate, and next year's 2021. And so it's going to be really interesting with all the comments and stuff that's going to go up in November. Okay, we don't need to talk about that here. We talk about movie stuff here. We don't talk about that stuff. Okay, you ready? Yes, I'm I'm nervous, but I'm ready. All right, same thing. If you guys missed how we went over the Golden Globes winners slash nominations, we go back and forth. We read through the lists going back and forth. We talk about our opinions. If we have any, if we don't, we move forward. It's a... It's pretty uh, easy to also, follow. Also, let everybody know, make sure to like, rate, subscribe, because this is an audio-only edition of Weekend Movie Bros. Totally forgot about that, but that's totally true. We should totally mention that. I mentioned it just like 10 minutes ago, but you know, it's a good idea. And I have an exciting announcement to go with the Oscars. I will be there Oscar night at your house. Oh. My, my first day off is February 9th. I thought you were going to be at the Oscars, and I was like, how did you get invited? <laughs> No, no, no. I would have clearly said the two of us, please. <laughs> I was going to like, I get it. We have a <laughs> channel together. We cover all this shit, but you want to go? It's fine. Guess we can't no, react to I it together. Be, I'll be at your house on February 9th during the show so we can actually react to it as they go out, too. Yep. Oh, also, by the way, for anybody who is curious, never mind. You'll find out later. We're doing another... We'll have a review of something coming up together here relatively soon as well. So, let's go ahead and jump on into the Oscars. Do you want to go first, Zachary? Uh, no, I went, I went first last time when we, when we went to the Golden Globes. You, you go first. But if you don't go first, I can't re- read Best Picture. Fine, I'll go first. Sound <laughs> mixing. Ad Astra. Ford v. Ferrari, Joker, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, I Should I read the names of people who actually are part of this? Because it is extra stuff. I guess I should. Ad Astra is Gary Rydstrom, Tom Johnson, and Mark Uno. Right? Yeah. Sure. Ford v. Ferrari is Paul Messi, David Gamero, and Stephen A. Morrow. Joker is Tom Orznak, Dean Zapaka, and Todd Maitland. 1917 is Mark Taylor and Stuart Wilson. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is Michael Minkor, Kristen P. Minkor, and Marco Uno. He got nominated twice. Wow, good for him. Um, I haven't seen, here? I haven't seen Ad Astra, and I haven't seen 1917, so I'm just going to go off the three I have seen. The sound yeah. mixing or like the driving aspect of 4 Ferrari is really, really strong. Um, the way they use the music and, and editing uh, and, and mixing of the sound in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is really good. But, I mean, let it begin. I think Joker's sound mixing is impeccable, and it should win. I have only, on this list, seen, well, I've seen Ad Astra, I've seen Joker, and I've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, I didn't watch 4v Ferrari. I missed that one. I should definitely pick that up when it comes out on rental but 
I would say I'm going to have to go, even though I've not seen it, and because it's just based off of things I've heard and things for it, I'm going to have to say 4B Ferrari. Um, and that's just because of all things I've heard. Even though I've not seen the movie, Ad Astra has a very unique sound mixing thing. But you know who was snubbed in this category? A movie I just recently watched. Freaking Hustlers. Hustlers was snubbed in sound mixing. And you're going to be like, what? Are you sure? Yes. It has one of the most unique scenes in the movie based off of the use of sound alone. And it definitely should have been nominated here. I'm kind of upset about it. Not going to lie. Ready to move on? Yep. Uh, oh, hello, Star Wars. Sound editing, Ford v. Ferrari, Donald Sylvester, Joker, Alan Robert Murray, 1917, Oliver Tarney and Rachel Tate, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Wiley Stateman, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, Matthew Wood, and David Accord. Um, Ford v. Ferrari. Oh. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. I would say, you know, sure. We'll just go four B for for all the stuff. You know, what's the point? It really is when you when you, when you look at four. I mean, I know you haven't seen it yet, but four B Ferrari on a technical standpoint is very very well done. It's very very well done. And I'm very curious. I'm going to go see 1917 tomorrow. If 1917 is on any of those levels either, because of the one shot and different sounds and stuff, if it will I'll be as cool. So that's something exciting to figure out. The live action short Brotherhood, Miriam Jober and Maria Gracie Turgan, Nata Football Club, Yats Piat and Damien Magara, Neighbors Widow, Window, Window, Marshall Curry, Sarah. Brian what you, say? <laughs> you went window, window, window. <laughs> I had to make sure because I heard widow first, so I had to make sure it was window several times. And then a sister, Daphne Gajar. I have not seen any of these. Have you? Nope. <laughs> no opinion. I hope you right, <laughs> Good for them for getting nominated for a Oscar. Hadn't seen any of these either, but we're gonna read them out loud anyways. Uh, documentary in the absence, Ying Shang Shun and Gary Bring Seek come. Sure. I tried. Learning to skateboard in a war zone if you're a girl. Carol Dizinger and Elena Alcad Elena. Uh <laughs> Life Overtakes Me, John Haptis and Christine Samuelson. <laughs> uh St. Louis Superman, Smirty Marita and Sammy Khan. Walk, run, cha-cha, Laura Nix, and Colette. Can we get out of this, please? I'm butchering well, these people's names. <laughs> one second. There is one in here that does interest me. What is the St. Louis Superman? And that's mm -hmm. the thing that interests me here, personally. <laughs> Maybe they should win, because it interests me. You know, I hate <laughs> documentaries. I feel like that's a good reason to win. Oh, boy, we're getting to what I know about. All right, Animage. Oh, wait. We know about the same thing then, I guess. Animage. Oh, wait. You don't know about the other thing? You know no. about the one thing, not the other thing? I know about oh. I know about one we'll, thing. I'm we'll really curious to your reaction to it. <laughs> I told you I was mad about something. You can guess what. Animage short. Dercia, daughter, Daria Kostaska. Hair Love, <laughs> Matthew A. Cherry, and Karen Rupert Tolliver. Kitbull, Rosio. Rosanna Sullivan and Catherine Hendricks. Hendrickson? 
That's a weird name. Memorable. I love how that's the weird name. Memorable. Bruno Collette and Jean Francisco Lee Corre. That's the something. The car. Sorry, I'm trying to remember Spanish and it's just not working. Sister, squeeze dog. <laughs> okay. Before we go any further, I want I, I, I want to first say I'm so sorry to anybody who's watching this involved with this involved with this list. Your names mean a lot to you, but we are completely posturing them like my brother is making fun of Squeezong. I'm not making fun of I think it's really, really fun. It's like when you say Florence, it's pew pew. It's just so fun. It's just it's just a good time. Like I'm jealous of that person. I want that name. We respect you, which is why we're reading the names. I think everybody who's working on these different things need to be shout out because it's a big deal to get nominated for an Oscar. And I, I honestly, the one I have seen, I think should win. And that is Hair Love. It played in front of um, a movie I didn't watch, but I watched it on Disney+. Plus. I can't remember what movie that was. It was an animated feature that came out last year, though. I have no idea. Was it Frozen 2? Nope. Frozen 2 didn't have a short in front of it. Toy Story 4? Toy Story 4 did have a short in front of it, but it was not this one. Did Toy Story 4 have a short? I know I it did. It actually did. I don't know. It was one of them. Either way, it's pretty good. Oh, I highly recommend what you look it up. Disney Plus animated short because they put out some. No, it was it was in front of a movie. It was an animated feature. I just what couldn't tell you what it was. Put out last year, it was animated. I don't know. I just know I watched it on Disney Plus. You can also watch it on YouTube. Maybe I watched it on YouTube thinking it was on Disney Plus. I don't know. It was really good. I highly recommend it. Okay, let's let's move go on to something we don't need to talk about. Oh no, we're not there yet. Never mind. Oh, so you do know about it? Okay, I do know about it. That's okay. That's I'm so curious. To, oh boy, and you, I'm guaranteeing you, you could probably get to read it too. Your turn. <laughs> Documentary feature: American Factory, Stephen Bogar, Julia Reinhart, and Jeff Rickart. The Cave, Farias Fayad, Christine Barfood, and Sigrid. <laughs> it. I don't want to pronounce that first part of the word, so we're going to leave it alone. The Edge of Democracy, Peter oh Costa, Jana Natasker, Shane Boris, and Tiago Pavan for Sama Wad Al-Khattab and Edward You can tell he never took any type of our language course, but English, continue going. Honeyland, no. Tamara Kazasa and Et... No. <laughs> All right, the two that he missed, my last one is Wubo Stefano and Anantis Georgiou is what we're going with. Those are wrong, but you know what? We respect you as people, and we're very happy you won the Oscar, even though I have no idea what any of this stuff is. One of those seems to be they won very, very you seen the Oscars early. What you said they won it already. No, I said one seems to be very, very political, though. Mm -hmm. Don't know which one that could be. Either way. Mm -hmm. American Factory does interest me. I'll put my vote towards you. Or maybe the cave. The cave is also... Oh, God. Fuck me. My life. (laughs) What the... Oh. It's the Game of Thrones. It's by the way, if you guys are listening to audio, there's going to be a clip to this, I guarantee you. Jacob, you want to go ahead and read these? (laughs) Oh. Of your reaction. Oh, yeah. So let me go ahead and read you these stupid fucking name nominations, okay? So, hey, hey. I also Ooh. want to hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before I mention my aggravation, 
I have to say, I bet you anything, all these movies, well, some of these movies are great. By One the of way, these movies was put on my worst movie list. Of by the way, I want to give a big shout out, first of all, to the to, to the three in the middle. I mean, these two right here, the I Lost My Body and Claw. I haven't read them yet, Zachary. I'll read them and we can shout them out afterwards. Okay. All right. Ready for it? Yep. Animated Stupid Feature. That's what it should be called. How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden Run. I'm sure it's good. Dean, The Boys, Bradford. How'd you not know how to say that? Lewis and Bonnie Arnold. I Lost My Body. Jenny Chaplin and Mark Dupansiova, Klaus, Sergio Pabos, Jinko Gah, and Marissa Roman, Missing Link, Chris Butler, Arnine, Ariane Stutner, and Travis Knight, you know, Toy Story 4, Josh Cooley, Mark Nelson, and Jonas Rivera. Can okay. I go first? So, no, because I want to let, let you have your moment. I want to let you have your moment. Fine. I want to shout out I Lost My Body and Klaus. Those are both Netflix animated movies. That is a huge deal for them. Klaus is an instant Christmas classic. It's very, very good. I have not seen I Lost My Body. I cannot stop gushing about How I Train a Dragon to Hit in the World. It is, it is the perfect end to, in my opinion, a perfect trilogy of animated movies. Uh, I have not seen Missing Link, so I cannot have any real things to say about that. Toy Story 4, um, I am biased. I have been growing up with this franchise since I was a kid. However, I do I, I have to say where my do is don't. Uh, Disney put in the wrong movie. They put in the wrong film. And I believe that the only reason they put Toy Story 4 on there was because it is a Toy Story movie. And to Disney is a guaranteed win. Of the two, of the two, Toy Story 4 critically did better. And so I feel like they went with a safe choice. However, they should have gone with the more ballsier choice and done with Frozen 2. Frozen 2, to me, is a better movie than Toy Story 4. The story's better than Toy Story 4, and it deserves to be where, where Toy Story 4 is. Not to take any away from Toy Story 4, I still think it's a good movie. But Frozen 2 is far superior. As of right now, what should and will win is probably Klaus. In this category. Right. That's so, what so, hi, little guys. I Let me go on. I agree with you. Okay, okay, that's cool. Let me go on a little rant, just for a quick second, because I feel like we should here. Um, Toy Story 4 was a horrible movie. Um, it was one of my worst movies. I can't remember. Was it my worst movie of 2019? I can't no. remember. It was really high up. No, it wasn't. Jaws Play was. That should be nominated. I'd vote for that. That's a better movie than Toy Story 4, and I hate it. Sorry. Moving forward. Um, How to Train Your Dragon Hidden World. I'm really excited to watch it. I just keep pushing it off. I'm very happy for I lost my body in Klaus and missing link. I thought was, I heard was bored. So we don't, you know, we respect the design, but also like, it's a give me like the designs a give me toy story four is a give me. Why don't you put lion King on here? I would be much more appreciative if lion King was on this list. Honestly, I would hands down give it to lion King as it should be an animated feature. If it pops up anywhere on the stupid fucking Oscar nominations, I swear to God, I'll scream louder than freaking Jesus. But we are here to talk about my beautiful snow. They didn't allow the lesbian queen to fucking shine. And you know what? They're not going to let her shine again because I have a very strong feeling the song that did not, the song that, you know, was going to get nominated is not the one where she should shine the most. Mm -hmm. So they did her, dis they did her dishonest. And for that, I am not going to go see it again because I was going to, and now I'm not going to because Disney does not deserve 
the money it's going to get. My personal... They, they, they pushed the wrong movie. It should have been for Frozen, not for this. And so the one I'm going to go with is any of the two new ones. Or how, here, How I Train Your Dragon, I Lost My Body, or Klaus. I got nothing against Missing Link. The next one they ever make that the studio makes will probably get nominated anyways. So it has another chance, but good for it. It's in, it's in bankruptcy right now. So maybe there won't be another one. Maybe they should win this category. They also won the Golden Globe. So I would put my actual money probably towards it. I don't think Toy Story 4 deserves it, personally. Even if it no, has it doesn't. 97% Rotten Tomatoes, I don't understand why it does. It was definitely one of the worst movies of last year, and I stand by it. Because, Jacob, it's a safe movie. Then Disney knows that. But it's Frozen not. I'm going to laugh when they lose. They deserve to lose. They don't They don't deserve it. They, do deserve they had the wrong... All three of those, all three previous films won. They have the right to finally say we're done. It should have been Frozen. Frozen deserved it. Frozen also won. Yes, that's my point. They had sure money with Frozen if it was on here. But I think also, Disney, will redeem, Disney will redeem themselves next year with Raya and the Raya the Raya and the Dragon. Also, when I mentioned Frozen Two got to the billion dollar club before Toy Story Four did. Yep. In a shorter amount of time, which means audience yep. respected Frozen Two much more than they respected Toy Story Four. Not that we're appeasing the audience, and I understand that. The Oscars is not made for us. But still, it pisses me off. We're going to continue going. Can we move on? Yes. I, I saw we could have a... I, I wanted you to make sure that you understood that I was agreeing with you and not going to be that way. I told you I was biased for it because I love Toy Story. But the fourth one's not good. Frozen deserved it more. So... Your turn. Original song. Now, I'm not going to take this away from it at all. I can't let you throw yourself away is one of the funniest moments in the movie, and the song is really funny. So I'm not going to take that away from it. I'm going to love me again from Rocket Man. You're not reading uh, names. Oh, yeah. Toy Story 4, Rainy Newman. Ha ha. <laughs> I'm going to love me again, Rocket, Rocket Man, Elton John, and Bernie Toppin. I'm standing with you, Breakthrough, Diane Warren, Into the Unknown, Frozen 2, Kristen Anderson Lopez, and Robert Lopez. And stand up from Harriet, Jonathan, Brian Campbell, and Cynthia Ebrao. Now, I want to point out something very interesting about Into the Unknown. Mm -hmm. At the Critics' Choice Awards, it was not Adina's version that got nominated. It was Panic's version. Which I find okay. very interesting. So, I am curious, at the performance this year, if Panic and Adina will play together. It would be really cool. I don't think so. Really, really cool. I don't know. I'm a mixed bag with this song, to be honest with you. I it's like really the animation cool. style a lot, like the music that goes behind the video and things behind that for the feature. The animated yeah. feature that it should get nominated for, I thought was extremely strong. The song itself is not my favorite. I think there are so many other bigger and better songs. Well, for me, movie. it should have been either Lost in the Woods or Show Yourself for the movie. I think those two are far, far, far farther stronger than Into the Unknown. But honestly, but I agree with those statements. But I don't think a lot of people talk about the next right thing too much. And it's it a, a very, song. it's a very strong song. I don't think it's Oscar worthy, but it's strong enough to be talked about. So I'm going to play it out there. It should not have been nominated. Into the Woods should have been nominated. It was the most talked about animated song of last year. It was None so funny. I mean, honestly, I have a huge problem with I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away. It's a big problem why I hate the movie. That whole segment right there is a big problem why I hate the movie. 
I so, love it. So, I'm kind of mad they got nominated. They should have went with the first one, the transition song, personally, in my opinion. So, let's get into this really quickly, because we really didn't talk about during the review. Why don't you like the song? Like, like what, what, about, what about the meaning of it don't you like? Um, it is literally talking about suicide. And yeah, we have we talked about it in the review. Trying to help people not do it, though. Yeah, but the fact that they even thought that it was a good idea to bring it up into a kid's movie at all. With it's us. Pixar. No, 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 no. Have you seen took everything or? way too far. Onward's going way too far, then. No, yes, Onward's. We had a conversation about on, on Onward's makes me scared to take my, our little sister, to the movies. To go see an anime feature, and I'm scared she's going to see the trailer. So, yes, I completely agree. I think Pixar is going too far with almost everything it's putting out right now, including the song. But I believe that of any animation company, Pixar has the right to do that. No, Most of the films have philosophical questions and answers. I know, but but here's my problem. When Inside Out came, came out and they had that whole scene, which is practically the same thing they didn't let Forky do in this movie... You know, not to get any spoilers away about Inside Out. You should watch the movie. It's pretty good. It's okay. It's and it's an average animated feature. But it had its same thing. It had a huge dramatic black backlash. But because Toy Story 4 is Toy Story 4, no one being talked about it. And honestly, that just pisses me off. Well, can well can well can with taking everything about context of the song out of the side, the song's funny. I just don't think so. It's just my personal opinion. But and I'm saying all this, and I think that either um, I'm gonna love me again or Into the Unknown should win. Out of this list, personal opinion, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna love me again by Ellen John, and that's just because I think Into the Unknown is the weakest one out of the whole movie. And I'm I want it to win because it's Frozen Two deserves an Oscar to take home, but it's just not the Oscar it deserved. Let's all get real here. We're all winners in this case. We get to hear Adina Menzel sing it live. I'm not going to complain about that. I mean, we're not wrong. Even though I think a lot of people are probably thinking, can you move on? Can we get to the bigger categories? <laughs> like, why are you guys... It's important to talk about. It really is. Because even, even these smaller categories, it just shows that every year the Oscars go safer route than ballsy route. However, apparently I'm wrong when you talk about what you know. I mean, unless I got lied to blatantly. Let's continue. All right, there you go. You read it. Oh, wait, no. Yes, yeah, yes, I read it. Is. Original score. Joker, Hadora. Move on. It's hard to say her name. I try to say it four different times. It's hard to say it. Gondorti? Her first Little... name is Hilder. Oh, thank you. Little Women, Andre Despot. Alexander Desplat. I can see that now. Marriage Story. I can get this one right. Randy Newman. 1917. Thomas Newman. And Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. John Williams. And my personal opinion here is going to stay with Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. As I think the score was probably the best thing. One of the best things out of that whole movie. Can't go wrong with it. We're at my first real... Oh, we're at my first real... uh, I want Joker to continue to, to con- I want her to continue her streak. To get all four would be a huge deal. But John Williams deserves it for once. He hasn't got this award for this franchise since the first one. And I, the, the score 
in Rise of Skywalker is so damn good. I don't know. I should win is Joker will win Star Wars. I don't know. Okay. Also would like to say that the other contenders are probably very stroker. I honestly really don't remember the score, so I remember some of the moments being very, you know, no, 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 yeah, you know, type of thing, but it didn't stand out. I have to say that. And that, my friend, is the one thing that needs to do in order for me to really like a score is that it needs to stand out. Star Marriage Wars story is really good. Marriage story haven't watched. So okay, I'm making any contentions. I'm in a very bad mental state. I was told not to watch it. So good call. I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Good call. Um, I'm seeing both Little Women in 1917, so I have to watch I, you know, this whole list. I'll be able to make a complete judgment call tomorrow, probably, since, you know. It doesn't really feel cool to know that you can actually make a full judgment call on the entire list. I haven't never really had to do that before. I'm excited to know that I'll, I'll be able to do that with this list. It's pretty exciting. You know, it's really exciting, and I think there's a lot of lists in this. I saw a lot of movies. You know, I think that's the most exciting part about me just putting money aside to make sure I can go see movies and things like that. It makes me happy. Because, because because going through this list so far, I've seen almost every single movie we've gone through except for the documentary animated shorts because we just don't have the power to do that. So, But it's really, really, really cool for me to know that, hey, I actually have an opinion on the Oscars this year. I don't have to sit there and go, oh, okay, cool. I, I guess that's what's supposed to happen. I have an opinion on it. And honestly, I, I try my hardest. I mean, we always go through the Oscars get nominated. And we figure out what movies are out, and we always try to watch them all, yes. like, back-to-back type of thing. Not, not kidding. Every year, me and him create a list of the movies that we need to watch before the Oscars come out. And, me, and you and I get so close to finishing those lists, but we're too late before the Oscars show up. And it's always because there's, like, two or three movies in there that are just not that good, that don't deserve it. And it makes us just not want to watch them because we're scared that the other, like, last two or three are not. And those are the always the ones that win. And we're like, I don't have a judgment call. I mean, so. you know, you know what the officers are making are not making me. I'm gonna go see now. Is little is little women. I'm gonna go see it now. Well, if you're gonna go see it at my theater, you should do it this week because I don't think it's gonna be there next week. I'm seeing it. Uh, I'm doing a double feature on my next day off next week. Because little women at my theater only has one showtime left. Why? I don't know. It does. It, there's a lot of movies that are coming out next week and has two releases. The weekend after that has three. I mean, they have to start getting rid of older ones. Well, woman came out on Christmas. So if you haven't seen it yet. You're probably not going to go see it now. Unless, you know, even the nomination we'll have to wait and see, but Oh my God, the directors could piss me off too. I don't know. Let's continue. Can we continue? Let's yeah. get to more interesting conversations. Visual effects. Second. Visual effects. Avengers yeah. Endgame. Dan Dillanuve, Russell Earl, Matt Adkin, and Dan Studick, The Irishman, Pablo Hellman, Leonardo Elcavardo, Nelson Sobrado de Vars, and Stefina Gerba. Stefina. Uh, this is where this movie deserves the nomination. Lion King, Robert Legato, Adam Valdez, Andrew R. Jones, and Elliot Newman. Uh, 1917, Guillermo Rocon, Greg Butler, and Dami Tucci. Star Wars, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, Roger Guyot, Neil Scanlon, Patrick Tubach, and Dominic Tucho. 
Now, I can say this with a firm grip. If Avengers Endgame does not win this, I'll be very upset. However, I'm going to say that and say this. Lion King should and will win. Visual make- effects in this movie are stupid. It is, it's the reason the movie is so bad. Is because the visual effects are so good. <laughs> it's I mean... Real- I didn't go see this stupid movie because of the visual effects, which is saying a lot for a movie. <laughs> it's not because I didn't go see it because I was like, oh, they're going to be so bad that it's going to be unwatchable. No, I genuinely didn't go see it because they're gonna be, they were so good that it was unwatchable. And that's the problem. And that's the problem. And so so we do have a, a contradiction here. Should we award the thing that should never happen again? What do you mean? I don't want a second Lion King. Do you? I don't think we're going to get one. No, no, no. Oh, they're like, oh, we got home an Oscar. We made $1.3 billion at the box office. Somebody must have liked us. We should make that sequel. If we give them the Oscar, it could be a much... I have to put put my opinion about a sequel out of the way and just focus on what the film did. And much like with Jungle Book, he did it again. Okay, Jungle Book, I thought it was horrible. I thought the CGI was really bad, but that's that's the point. Avengers Endgame. I think I'm gonna put it towards Avengers Endgame. I would give it Endgame if it weren't for the ending. But also, I have to say, with Avengers Endgame, I don't really know if it should be in this category. Thanos himself is a character on its own, which should be part of the reason. And also, Doctor Hulk, also a character on its own. But I would say, out like unlike The Lion King, it's completely animated. You know, which is why I got yeah. snubbed at the anime feature. But I don't know. I don't know. There's my, a, there's something to say here. My big question in this entire category is Irishman. That was poorly animated. No, were we? Kind of. Kind of. Dude, it was awful. Where's cats? If we're it got, it got cool. it couldn't be nominated. <laughs> for rewarding bad like, things. Um. The I think the visuals were really strong. The ending, the, the ending battle visual effects are fantastic. But I don't know. Uh, I I honestly think that Disney's going home with the win in either three, or is Disney's going to go home with the win. It just depends on what the what the Academy thought were the better ones. And I guarantee they're going to give it to Lion King. The Academy didn't really like Lion King, though. No, they it liked Avengers Endgame more. So I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put my trust behind Avengers Endgame because even though That's I want to win, but again, so, the visual effects make this movie so unwatchable because the visual effects make it look like a National Geographic documentary. And I don't want to reward a film for that. I'm sorry. Call me a prude. <laughs> Call me a asshole. I don't care. See what you will, okay? But I'm not rewarding a movie. I literally didn't go see The Lion King. I've been contesting The Lion King for like four years now since it got announced. And I didn't go see it because of the visuals. Because everybody's like, there's no facial features. I mean, I literally just watched somebody rant about for like 40 minutes because of the no facial features. Literally. I'm not even kidding. There's not. Mufasa's death scene is the most boring scene in cinema history now because of that movie. But you can't ruin a classic. But the end of the lines look good. You can't ruin a classic, and they tried. I mean, you don't fuck with the original. Scream 4 always has the best lines. Where's Aladdin? 
in this yeah, category. No, I think out of all these movies, I think they're better than Aladdin. Aladdin visuals are good, but they're not like... I thought Genie looked really good throughout the film. Yeah, but like you can't just nominate Genie. So, moving forward. We should probably move on. No, oh. I like this. This is fun. Film editing. Film editing. We have... That's me, Zachary. Oh, I'm, I'm reading it. Yeah. Film editing is Furby Ferrari, Michael McCutcher, and Andrew Buckland. Okay. The Irishman, Thelma Shoemaker, Jojo Rabbit, Tom Eagles, Joker, Jeff Groff, and Parasite, Yang Jimmo. So, um, even though neither of us have seen it, I can I can I can clearly state there is a clear um uh snub from this category. Clear oh, snub. Nineteen seventeen. Oh my god, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. They have to edit the film to make it look like one long shot and they didn't get nominated for it. Oh, maybe it's because they didn't think editing maybe it's because of cinematography and stuff like that. Let's hold off. What's not I mean, I agree it's snubbed, but maybe it was rewarded in different categories. Um, also however, in this category though, uh I would probably give it to Ford v Ferrari or Joker. I'm gonna give it to Joker, personally. But uh, no, no, that's see. Here's the thing: then my filming and cinematography in my brain almost go hand to hand, in a way. Yeah. But they're not. They're two different, you know, cameras. Yeah, they're two different, different things and times. So I'm just gonna go with Joker because I think there's other elements of other movies. I'm gonna be. We'll talk about it when we get there. We're not there yet. We're not there. But I think film I think yeah. Which is why I don't think 1917 was snubbed here because of the long shot, which we'll get to. By the way, does does the Oscars continuously make you want to go watch Parasite? Um yeah, I'm I'll I'll let you know when I rent it. I'm renting it when it comes to digital. Please let me know because I really want to watch it now. Yeah. Yeah, you'll get to watch it. Um I think it comes like digital next weekend, or maybe it already is, and you'll get to watch it tomorrow. Sweet. Just just let me know because I really, really want to watch it. Zachary. Cinematography, The Irishman, Rodrigo Petro, Joker, Lawrence Schur, The Lighthouse. Yay. Uh Jaron Blackhaw, 1917, Roger Deakins. Okay, never mind. It didn't get snubbed. Once upon a time in Hollywood, Robert Richardson. Once again, two years in the well, not two. Oh uh, two and a half years apart. Uh Roger Deakins, I haven't seen the movie yet. Will and should win. The Oscar. Deacons is a masterclass in his art. If you've not seen Blade Runner 2049, watch its cinematography. The movie looks fucking beautiful. Um, and it takes it takes true masterwork to do a long shot take film. Look at Birdman. And now look at 1917. <laughs> watch it. It's just, you need to really understand camera work. And Deacons is a master at it. How? And, but Bias Me wants Joker to win. But 1917 will probably win the category. I am guaranteeing it. I have a snub. I don't Ooh. think it deserves it. But I do have a snub here. Ruben Fletcher for Zombieland Double Tap. I agree. Ruben Fletcher. It's a very short, which is why I think 1917 does deserve it more. Because it is a very short condensing. But still, I think it was extremely strong. Part of the reason why I recommend Zombie Land double tap so much. It is the best scene of the movie. Truly was. It's fantastic. You and I, you and I, you and I, as so much went back and watched the special feature of how they did it. 
Yep. All right. Can I move on? Yep. Um. Oh, I didn't. I would say nineteen seven. I mean, it's just. It's just. I don't know. I will contest more to it tomorrow. Um. I'll talk to Zachary about it more. Um. But uh, personally, in my opinion, at this very moment in time, I'm just gonna go with nineteen seventeen. Just from everything I've heard in general. I just, you know, sometimes that's that's what it needs. Moving on. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Makeup and hairstyling. Bombshell. Kazu Haro. Hero, that's what that is. And Morgan and Vivian Baker, Joker, Nikki Letterman and Kay Gorgio, Judy, Jeremy Woodhand, Melissa, Mistress of Evil, Pa Gooch, Erdogan Torten, and David White. In 1917, really? I'm very interested. Wait a minute. Joker has one, two. Marilyn and Rebecca. What are you doing over there? Rebecca Cole. I'm trying to see how many Jokers had so far. Oh, we'll talk about it at the end. Can we just... Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, good. Um, I'm going to actually get my... I'm going to say Bombshell here. Because of Charlie's Throne? Yep. <laughs> True. Um, Not going to lie. They also all look beautiful. I mean, I've never seen women taken care of so much in a movie. Um, was the makeup good in Maleficent? No, it was actually the weakest part, I'd say, is the costume and makeup and hair and stuff. Um, I haven't seen Judy yet. I haven't seen Bombshell. No, nope, I haven't seen 1917. I've seen you haven't seen Joker? I've seen Joker. You said you haven't seen Joker. No, I, I, I haven't seen Bombshell or Judy. Oh, okay. I haven't <laughs> seen Lovison. I haven't seen 1917 yet, so I automatically have to go with Joker. And, you know, it's not bad going with Joker because the makeup in that movie looks really good. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree here. I completely agree, but I think Bombshell, personally, this is where they should win. You know, win anything. You know what's making me want to do right now? Hmm. Watch Joker. <laughs> I can understand that. All right, moving on up. Production design. Oh, I have a winner. Even though I've not seen the movie yet, I have a winner. The Irishman, Bob Shaw, and Regina Graves, Jojo Rabbit, Rob Vincent, and hey, Jojo Rabbit's popping up now. Uh, Nora Sapa, 1917, Dennis Gosner and Lee Sandals, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Barbara Ling and Nancy Hay, Parasite, Lee Ha Hung, and Cho Wong Woo. Um, honestly, with everything that I'm looking at here, um, just from watching trailers produ production, uh, like the, the sets they use for JoJo looks really strong. But for me, I'm going to go with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think the sets that they used in that movie were incredible. They recreated old school Hollywood to a T. Um, so I probably get to once upon a time. So even though I've not seen this movie, and I have not, I'm gonna give it to Parasite. He, the director, and also the people who went out to search for lots and stuff for this movie, in case you did not know, to make an even cooler experience for the audience member, they got a house that was directly in line view with the camera. So it ought for the house itself, the windows and stuff. Yeah, you should you should look it up. I can't. I don't really know how to explain it. It's the ratio value of the movie. Oh, really? So it looks like it's almost completely made out of glass the whole time. That's awesome. Which is why I gave it to the production design. That's really cool. <laughs> Just because I'm, I'm going off of what I've seen. Yeah. And cool. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood set design is incredible. See, I was just not a huge fan of this movie, and I just, I, I'm, I'm just gonna give it to performances <laughs> if they deserve them. We'll wait until the categories start showing up for those things, but that's we're where I think, huh? We're getting there. By the way, first, well, 
first category, not with the word Joker in it. So that's kind of weird. <laughs> oh, there he is again. It's okay. There he is. <laughs> no worries. Okay, this is you. Oh, Brent. Okay. Costume design. The Irishman, Sammy Paul, and Christopher. Oh, also, I would say, even though I've not seen it yet, I'm sure Little Women probably got a snubbed in a prod, um, production design. So that sucks. But, you it know, is what it, is. it is what it is. Joji Rabbit, Macy Rubo, Joker, Mark Bridges, Little Women, Hakeem Duran, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Irene Phillips. Um, I don't know. I guess even though I've not, I, I mean, I hate giving Oscars to movies I've never seen before, but just based off trailers and different things like that, I might go with Little Women, even though I think Joker's costume designs are very cool. Um, uh, but then I, again, maybe the suit at the end might deserve an Oscar. Um, for me, what I just saw the snub, it should have won. Oh, I'm so mad right now. Continue, Wait, what. Knives out the fucking sweater. It should have won an Oscar. I'm sorry. Um, I'm actually not gonna go with uh, my clown. I'm gonna go with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, again, the costume, the costume design in that movie. Real, uh, my favorite costume in the movie is Leo's cowboy outfit, mm -hmm. and, because that's also my favorite scene in the movie. And uh, he looks, he looks like he jumped right out of an old western movie. He looked awesome. Him and um, oh my boy from Justified. Uh, Timothy Olyphant. Huh? Timothy Olyphant. They both looked. And Little Girl, they all looked awesome. So I have to go with that. And also, I like the way Margot Robbie looked in the movie. I thought she looked really cool. And they got Bruce Lee down to a T through the costume design. So Even if it got a little racist, not going to lie. <laughs> a little bit of a suit. Deservedly yeah. so. But you know. But, but, but the costumes are really strong in the movie. Okay, moving on. But yeah, that sweater. Oh, that's that. See, I, if I was Knives Out, team, I was like, dang it, we really messed up. Oh, no one watched it. Oh, you'll know. International feature film. Sorry, I like creating titles. Oh, yay. I have to. Okay. No, I can actually <laughs> read all these titles. Yay. Uh, Corpus Christi, Poland, Honeyland, North uh, Macedonia. They miss. Really? Am I reading that correctly? Yes. Okay, Les Miserables, France. That's okay. Painting Glory, Spain, and Parasite, South Korea. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You knew that they were going to not... This is the same exact list from the Golden Globes. Les Miserables was on the Golden Globes. They made a Les Miserables? There was three different versions that were made last year. I did not know this. Fun facts. Parasite, um, though. I haven't seen any of these, so what should and probably will win is Parasite, probably. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, are good to get nominated, but it's Parasite. If they are going to win anything, they're going to win. Again, also, congratulations to South Korea. This is their first uh, nomination, uh, and you, this is their <gasps> first time being nominated for anything. Oh, dang it, I got so excited. Sorry. Adapted screenplay, Jacob. Oh, adapted screenplay. I feel like I should host this. <laughs> The Irishman, Steven Zillman, Jojo Rabbit, Taiki Waititi. <laughs> can you say it? Taika. Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Taiki Waititi. <laughs> it's like something Baby Yoda would say. It is. I, agree. I, want, I want Taiki Waititi to direct me in episode 80. <laughs> Joker, Todd Phillips, and Scott Silver. Yes. Little Woman, Greta Gerling. Gerling. Gerwig. <laughs> Gerwig. 
the two popes, Anthony McCarron, Zachary. Uh, I mean, we agree with. I mean, come on, <laughs> that script, man. <laughs> it's truly the last thirty minutes got this nomination. That is all. And thank God for a God nominee. We were really scared that it wasn't I going was to be. I was terrified this would not happen. I was like, Phillips and Silver deserve it. The last 30 minutes. You get what you fucking deserve. <clears throat> Completely agree. Hands down deserves to be Joker. Oh my God, yes. The script is so good in this movie. That's stupid. <laughs> okay, moving on to the next screenplay category, Zachary. Original screenplay. We have Knives Out from Ryan Johnson. Congratulations to Ryan Johnson. Marriage mm-hmm. Story, Noah Baumbach. 1917, Sam Mendes and Christy Wilson Karras. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino and Parasite, Bong Joon Ho and Hong Jin Won. Um, I haven't seen uh, t- two of these. Um, the script for Mar- three of these. You have three, seen of three of these. Um, I know, I know what scene Marriage Story got the nomination for. It's the scene everybody talks about. The argument between her and Adam Driver. It's incredible. Um, this, but this is where I think they screwed up. Right there. The script to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's its weakest point. The script's not good. And it's also now, its weakest script. I have a question. Hmm. Because you think something shouldn't be here, what would you put in its place? For original, Ford v. Ferrari. I think the script for Ford v. Ferrari was a lot stronger than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think like the the, 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 com- the camaraderie between Matt Damon and Christian Bale was really strong. Between Christian Bale and his kid was really, really good. And it's a funny script. Whereas we've, we've heard this script already before the film came out for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's uh, If you've seen the film, the way they do certain things with characters and the way they talk... It's not very unethical to, to, to put it lately. I think that's the, the the nicest way to put it, I guess. Um, Bruce Lee's seen anybody? And also, I don't know, female characters? In yeah. I mean, not really best we advertise. No. Which is, we can move. Yeah. Um, for me, it's either going to be Marriage Story or probably Knives Out. I heard the script for Knives Out is really strong. So, I've only seen two movies on here. Knives Out and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, I have to say, personally, Knives Out probably deserves it probably a little more than Marriage near Once Upon a Time. I think, okay, Once Upon they just doesn't deserve it. So I'm going to put it towards Knives Out. I'm sure, but personally, Marriage Story, 1970, uh, Marriage Story and Parasite, I haven't heard 1917 stories that good. I yeah. heard it's much more like for the cinematic material. Cool. Not more story-wise for 1917. Yeah. But you know why he got nominated, though? Why? Did you hear the story? Uh-uh. This is how you do Oscar nomination campaigns. It is based off his his passed away grandfather's stories of war. That's what 1917 is crafted after. Sam Mendes. Oh, really? It's based off his grandpa's war stories that he told that's him when he was younger. Awesome. Oh, that's really cool. It's the same reason why I want to give Parasite. Parasite, the dude, not Kim Jong, um, but not what? Boon. Bong Jong Ho. Bong Jin Ho. Han Jin Moon mm-hmm. was his assistant. He did most of the work. That's why he's credited as a script. Because he's like, I couldn't make this movie without you, even though That's you didn't aw. actually see That's what I mean. Cool. 
the story is more important sometimes than the actual achievement. I, I, I really can't stress this enough. That's why I'm so excited about Joker getting a nomination. A movie can look pretty all day long, but if that script does not work, then the movie falls apart. I honestly believe to to this day that getting a best director nomination is uh, and win is awesome. But when you go up there and talk about how long it took you to write this script and how long how much effort you put into the script because it's the script that got the movie greenlit. This is why I think screenplays are are highly underrated during the Oscars. They are the, the the most important part of a film. If the script doesn't work, the film doesn't work. Hello, Transformers. Okay. With that being said, though, out of all these that I've seen so far, I'm going to give it to Knives Out, even though I think Knives Out was a cop-out script. Um, it had different intentions than the actual movie sold us on. But that has nothing to do with the script itself. It just has to do with Ryan Johnson in general. So. Moving on to supporting actress. Ooh, I'm so excited to get a little bit further into happiness. All right. There you go. There you go. I read the last one. No, I did. Oh, really? It's my yeah. turn? Oh, how exciting. Supporting actress, Kathy Bates, Richard Jewell, Laura Dern, Marriage Story, Sarah Johansson, Jojo Rabbit. Do you think she got nominated for two in this one, too? She's been getting nominated for both. I don't know. I'm very excited. This would be a great year for her. Sarah Johansson, Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh, Little Women, and Margot Robbie Bonshaw. Before we talk about who should win here, I want to mention that Florence Pugh has only been in Hollywood for like four years. She has been starting her, she started her acting career a little bit later. She's been in some smaller stuff when she was a little younger, but really amped up her things in the past like three years. Look at her. Got nominated for a fucking Oscar. I heard she's the best part about this movie. She's the reason why I'm going and seeing this movie. By the way, can we can we all say something right now? When the next trailer drops for Black Widow, it can say Academy Award nominated Scarlett Johansson and possible winner in an Academy, Academy Award nominated actress Florence Pugh. That is some way for Marvel to promote their next trailer. <laughs> Rachel Wise. I mean, my there are so many people in that movie that like wow, like they got like wow. And um, Florence Pugh. I mean, sorry, I just I like to gush about her. She's like one of my new favorites. Um, I think this is already a locked in win for me. That should and will. This will be the first time in her career that she's won one, and that's Laura Dern. So she yes, is in. Incredible in marriage story. She is My. incredible. She has besides the argument scene, the hardest scene to watch is with her. And she does it beautifully. Laura Dern deserves it. So, because I have not seen most of these movies on this list, You're except the bomb show. Huh? You're going with Margaret I have Robbie? to go with Margaret Robbie, but she's also the character. She's not a character that is like one of those ones that um, is real. She's an embodiment of several different women that went through a similar situation that yeah. the, her character goes through. But she is the moment that I, I truly bawled. And I was truly uncomfortable in the movie. So let me ask you a question then. She because had the hardest had, things. Because they had two options for Bombshell for this category. They had Nicole Kidman and her. Who do you think that, do you think they went with the right Margot Robbie. Yes. Okay. Nicole Kidman, I'm it's just Nicole Kidman was Nicole Kidman. She did an excellent job. She had, you know, pretty good stuff in it. But I honestly say Margaret Robbie did a much better job here. 
Um, and honestly, she had the harder stuff. She had to, she had to do the harder things and it, it's hard to watch and it's, it's, you know, she deserves it, but I'm very excited. Birds of Prey. It can say Oscar nominated actress, Margot Robbie is her. She's been already Oscar nominated. I'm just saying, I mean, she's a two time Oscar nominated actress. That's even better than a one time. (laughs) And she's also somebody who popped out of nowhere. You know what I mean? She did a few smaller stuff. And then just recently, she's like, Margaret Robbie. Everybody like Margaret. You know what I mean? Well, Which is Wall just so Street cool. put her on the full front. No pun It's just so cool. And we guess we should mention – no, we're not going to we we're not gonna mention Richard Jewell, right? Kathy Bates is Kathy Bates. When she, get, when she gives the performance she wants to, she gives one hell of a performance. But just – And I'm really nervous about War Dern being Laura Dern. I'm I'm nervous. I've already seen it before. So don't be. Don't be. I, I mean, I never seen her not be order. Don't be. So. I'm not really expecting that. Movie. All right, moving on. All yeah. right, supporting actor. This is weird already. Tom <laughs> Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes. Al Pacino and Joe Pesci for The Irishman. Uh, Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, this is the one aspect where I hope Once Upon a Time, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood wins. Should and will Brad Pitt. I completely agree with this. Your performance in this movie is stupid good. It's really good, even if his character choices are interesting. Yes, I completely agree. Um, however, of the two Irish people, if sure. out, if if Brad Pitt doesn't win, I hope Joe Pesci does. Because he's the best part of the movie, and he fucking came out of retirement to do this movie. Also, you know, I, I didn't see A Beautiful Neighbor Neighborhood. I was going to, but he kept pushing it off, and so I never actually got a chance to go see it. But Isn't he literally agreed. Huh? Is it a supporting role? I thought yeah. he was the lead. No. It's the same thing with Hustlers, which is real interesting. Um. Oh, also, by the way, I don't know. What was she? Was she, a, was she an actual... Like in dramatic actress role in the Golden Globes, or was she a supporting for um, J Lo? Uh, supporting. Well, she was snubbed. Knowing to actually have seen Hustlers, she was by far. And also, the other person who did an amazing job in Hustlers is Constant Lou, but she's definitely not getting nominated for anything just because of Constance Lou herself. So, you know, Jennifer, oh, I by think. By the way, to bring it back, yes, Tom Hanks and Mr. Rogers are related. Yes, they are. And I heard the reporter, just like in Hustlers, is the actual main character here. So that's a that's a real kind of yeah. It was real shocking when we watched Hustlers as well. I was expecting J Law to be like the number one star, and she only had like I don't know, probably an hour worth of screen time, which is a lot. It's just it was a lot less. I've heard a cheese, but oh my god, never seen her better. Just so I should ask you know talk about the snub since it was you know. Snubbed. All right, here we go. And there she is. All right. Oh. Leading actress. Cynthia. This er- what? This is me. Stop it. Stop what, reading. Sure? Yes, oh, yeah. You, I am sure because I get to read the best Which category. I get to read leading actor. <laughs> yes, you do. Leading actress. Cynthia Averva, Harriet. Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story. God, no, twice. I love my girl. She makes Two interesting times. choices. Can go two time, but now she can go three time. She's already been nominated when she was younger. One of her first movies she was in, she was nominated for an Oscar. Three time nominated in one year, though. Like that's 
Oh my god, that's amazing. Sorcerone, Little Women, Charlie Strong, Bombshell, and Renee Ziegler, Judy. Personally, the only movie I've seen in this category is Lilith's Bob Show, so we gotta go with Charlie's Throne. She definitely we did embody Megan Kelly, um, even if it was a nicer. The only, I, the only movie I've seen in this category is Marriage Story, so I'm honestly gonna go ScarJo because she is impeccable. Oh, oh. oh. But we do have to mention Renee Zilliger did take Congratulations. home. Congratulations. Her her oh, so um I want to get into this right now. I want to get into this right now. Cynthia Ervo oh, yeah. is the only person of color mm-hmm. nominated this year. The only one. I really felt like last year they made such a big push. What the fuck happened? And also, it's really sad. And I'm going to, I am, yeah, it is really sad because Cynthia, she's done some very interesting things in the African American category, which is why it's very aggravating to a lot of people that she is the person who got nominated for all these different types of awards. She's angered a lot of people. And I've also heard Harriet is okay. Yeah, I mean, I've not seen it yet. I'm still planning on seeing it. Obviously, I have to now. There's so many, they're nominated for so many different things. Normally, if it's nominated in like one category, I'll skip it. But if it's nominated in several bigger categories, I think yeah. it's a must watch before the Oscars, just so we can actually be like, oh, yay, or oh, no, type of thing. But I did, I mean, she's a good actor stuff, but I think it's, I, I agree. I think it's, I think it's a little irking. So. Moving on, little... Yeah, okay, it's a lot. We haven't gotten to the directors. I mean, there's a lot of things probably here to complain about. So, let's just continue. Why don't we? We do it. Alright, so leading actor. Sorry. Leading actor. I'm so happy to say the following names. Antonio Banderas, Pain and Glory. Congratulations to Antonio Banderas, really. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, shocked to no one. Once upon a time, Adam Driver. Good job, my dude. Really. Really good job. Uh, Jonathan Price with the two pokes, but my man, my boy, who's going to go four-timer, four-timer, lock in, said and done, Joaquin Phoenix is going to win for Joker. And that is all. If he doesn't win, I will be extremely upset. <laughs> yeah, personally. The only one I've seen on this list is Joker. Actually, okay, I've seen two, but only one counts. And that is Joker. Because obviously I'm just going to say Joker. Because Joker deserves it. The script. And I would say the directing. But I'd say there's other movies that are well-directed as well that deserve it as you know as a contender. But for acting, well, you can't I get mean, better than talking Phoenix as Joker. I, I, I mean, the can't. entire film is him. He's not. There's not one scene of that film that he is not in. And a lot of it was his ideas. His idea to make his back look like that. The his bathroom idea. scene is him and Phillips just melding so fucking well together. And also, I have to give him the Oscar for bringing me my Joker to screen. Still my favorite Joker ever. But I'm not going to take away from anybody else in this category. Oh, no. Adam Driver is incredible in Marriage Story. I'm sure Antonio Banderas is great because that's awesome. I love Antonio, so it's really cool to see him. But what Leo's scenes in this movie are my favorite scenes to watch. He is funny. The scene where he fights himself in his trailer, one of the best scenes of the movie. But nothing can top Phoenix. Nothing. It's just, 
It's the performance of a career. Oh. Shit. All right, Oscars. I, I get to read this. Yep. And, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of excited to read it, hoping that there's something something oh, in no. here. That... There's already one clear person that can be taken off this list and replaced with somebody else. Just saying. I completely agree. I mean, at least there's – there's I, I, there, I say there's two. There's two spots here for women – and I've seen a lot of movies directed by women that were directed beautifully. So I am we'll quite about myself. It. We'll talk about it. So best director, Martin Scorsese. Why is he here? The Irishman. Todd Phillips, director, Joker, obviously. Sam Mendes, obviously, 1917. Even if he is trying to just be Christian Nolan Lyon, he's kind of doing it better. Supposedly. We'll wait and see. Quentin Tarantino does not need to be here either. Once Upon a nope. Time in Hollywood, I thought it was his kind of, it's like, it's not my favorite. His weakest film. Bon Joho, Parasite, obviously should be here. Those three, well, I think... We're getting rid of Scorsese and Tarantino right now. Let's just get rid of them for our sake of sake. Uh, uh, your girl from Little Woman, Greta Gertwig. And uh, the woman who directed um, uh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. So, I think her is a really good contender. Hustlers was beautifully directed and shot. Like, it was beautifully, like, as hard it was to watch. It was definitely, you know... It's worth being nominated. I think the other girl, um, Beautiful Day Neighborhood, had a, a stronger chance. But I don't think we should ever leave out. But no. also, can we just talk about how these are... Oh, except for Bon Joon-ho is, you know, a different, you know... But most of these are white men. I mean... You know what I mean? It's just annoying. It's just no, annoying. I don't I, be that at, person. This, at this point, with as much as going on in the past two years worth of Oscar coverage, you really think they would go, oh, we really need to fix this. And you that means right there, the top one, pisses me answer? off most. Their answer was, Zachary, is, oh, look at Joker. Did you see Joker? Did you see Parasite? That's good enough for people, right? The top one pisses me off the most. It's just it's not his best work. It really isn't. It's just, and it's just... he doesn't deserve it. Okay. Moving on. I just... Moving on. Oh boy. Oh boy. Is this what I think it is? It is. Zachary. Yeah, I might cry. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, Zachary, do you want to read what best picture is in the category? Yes. Oh, well, we're going to split this one. Okay, that's fine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read up to my boy, and you can read the rest. <laughs> I get it. Uh, Ford Reed Ferrari, producers, Peter. Peter Charon, Giano Topping, and James Mangold. The Irishman producers Martin Scorsese, Robert De Niro, Jane Rosenthal, and Emma Tiller Kulloff. Jojo Rabbit producers Catherine Neal and Taika Waititi. Joker mm -hmm. producers Todd Phillips, Bradley Cooper, and Emma Tiller Koskoff. Bradley Cooper? Did you not know this? That's a first. Cooper's been working with the DC Universe since the beginning. He's a producer on everything. I did not know this. Yeah. Oh, cool. I get to react to something else after this. Sorry. Or go after Joker. All right. So we have Little Woman producer Amy Pascal. Good for her. Mayor's Story producers Noah Bombshock. Bombach. Bombach. And David Hyman. 1917 producers Sam Mendes, Pipa Harris, Jane and Tegan Turgan, and Colum McDougal. Okay. That's not how you pronounce that, but that's fine. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, producers David Hyman, Shannon McToso, and Quentin Tarantino. Parasite, 
Kwa Sin Ah, and Bon Joon Ho. And I have to mention, you know, there's a lot of people in here that pop up more than once. Those are the people you need to be working with. Just saying. Um, Let's talk about this out of the way, first of all. You and I have been going back and forth on whether or not Joker would get in, would get in on this category. And you thought it wouldn't. I've been behind this movie since we talked about it. That was going to get get the it got it. it, it got it, Jake. And I feel like comic book films. I I understand Black Panther was a was a cultural film. Mm-hmm. We're not looking at that anymore. We're looking at strictly at genre film. Joker did it, and. I'm at a loss for words. I really didn't think it would happen. So, I have to say, I've only seen three movies on this list. The Irishman, which I have to say I also did not finish because it was unwatchable. But hey. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I also did not want to finish, but I told the ending was so good that I had to finish, so I did. And was moderately disappointed. Then Joker, which was by far one of my favorite movies of last year. So obviously, at this moment, I am seeing a lot of these movies in the next like week or so. You know what's crazy? I've only not seen three on this list. I've seen every other movie on this list. You saw this one? Yep. You saw this yep. one? You saw this one? Yep. You saw this one? Yep. You saw this one? So there's yep. one, two, three, four. So, my bad. I, I, I've you saw half four. the list. That's crazy. I've never done that before. But, you know, I think we both agree at this very moment. My opinion could change. And I'm not saying Joker is a bad movie. I'm just saying maybe it's not my maybe it's not like my best picture. Like, you know, this is like that this is that award that like certifies, oh, this is like the best movie ever type of thing for that decade, you know, for that year. You know, it's gonna go up there and like what's made the best, you know, the top ten movies of the decade, Joker, if it wins, is that movie. You know what I mean? And so I'm going to watch all the other movies and see if it deserves that award. At this very moment, I really don't see anything saying it doesn't. So of the four that I have seen, the only real competition to me for this movie, for my movie, is Marriage Story. I think Marriage Story, again, bravo to Netflix. Mm-hmm. This is the year where Netflix deserves to be up here. It didn't deserve it last year. It deserves it this year. But Netflix did win, though. Yes, it did, but it didn't deserve that win. I don't know. I, I, I thought it was. I didn't really think Roma was a, a watchable movie, but I didn't think it was a bad movie. That's kind of a controversy, but, isn't it? I mean, my favorite film of 2019 is my best picture winner. And it's. So, how many nominations did Joker get, Jake? Oh, so Joker was nominated in every category but two. It got eleven. It did. It was the top. It's the top nominee of the year. It was nominated in every category but two. That's what I knew before going into this discussion. And that's why I said you'd probably like the lists. You're kidding. I am not. Eleven. It did. Mm-hmm. There's only a few in there that didn't. Obviously, visual effects and things like that didn't get nominated. Yeah, I think it was Mark. You know, that's how. Oh, my God. So, if we come up here, even talks about it. It's a little bit towards the top. So, let's see here. 
24 categories um, of note. Oh, she has never. I thought she was nominated for um, uh, the one she did with Bill Murray. Told you. Wrong. That's 11 times. Yeah. Including nods for best picture, actor, director. Irishman came in second with 10. Um, and there was also a few snubs. Jennifer Lopez, obviously. Um, Greta Gerwig. And. And I guess that's how they're playing it, is that she was adapted, you know, because she was bullshit excuse and they know it. And then also was the only African American to receive a nomination. She was opposite reading Roland Harriet. Movie fans show their frustration. Oscar's still so white, trending it's on her. True. Which is so true. Um, and things like that. I mean, it's just true. Um, Korean film history with six Oscar nominations. It made again, congratulations to Parasite. That's incredible. So now the nominations are gone. Now that we were, now that we've gushed about Joker, let's get to the real meat of this conversation, which is again why the Oscars are hashtag still so white. What is taking them so long to get with the picture? I, you and I were very happy last year with how much diversity was in the Oscars. Mm-hmm. What happened? I think they believe because they rewarded us, they don't have to reward us anymore, or things like that. Oh, Brad Gerwig, she was nominated for Adapted Screenplay. She's nominated, guys. She's in there, type of thing. I don't think they care that they're not nominated in the categories that every category matters. I am not saying that at all. For anybody who out there who might think that I am, I'm just saying everybody knows that there's top categories at the Oscars. Best Director, Best Picture, best actors, and so forth. The smaller stuff, screenplay included, which should be up there in higher up lists. It's just not. It's just It's just truly not. It's not. They don't really count. They do count. It's an incredible achievement. And for movies like Suicide Squad, can say they're Oscar-nominated. You know what I mean? Like, it's a great thing to hear. Yeah. You know? But it's not like, oh, it was Oscar-nominated for Best Picture. Right. And Greg Gerwig deserves, supposedly, I'll tell you tomorrow, Yeah, supposedly deserves to be nominated. I mean, anything off of Little you know, Lady Bird. She deserves to be nominated for Best Director. Little Women should have that you know, accomplishment. It shouldn't just be, oh, Little Women, Best you know, best. And this is where my biggest thing comes in with the Best Director slash Best Picture categories. If the director got nominated, if the picture was nominated for Best Picture, shouldn't the director at least have a shot at being nominated? It felt like they instantly went to the easy two, which to me were Tarantino and Scorsese. They knew that as soon as they saw their names, they could put them on that list. It's a bunch of bullshit because Scorsese didn't direct his best and neither did Tarantino on either of those movies. But I do have to say that is more talking about female representation, which I think is incredibly lacking in other categories, except for the categories that are designated for female people. Right. I'm talking about mixed categories that's supposed to be both of a mixture of men and women. I think it is lacking. But also, like they said, there's been several movies that came out this year that were directed by African-Americans, directed by Asians, directed by Muslims, directed by, you know, several different races that deserve to be, you know, a contender, a, a thought about. And most of these movies are being snubbed entirely. And yeah, it's just- and I guarantee you the Oscars reasoning for a non-diverse Oscar season was like, well, we gave it to Parasite. We gave Parasite exactly. all the and that's great. But there are other films out there besides. I haven't seen Parasite yet, so I really can't say anything. But besides Parasite, there have been other films out this year that are directed by other races that are very good and that deserve a time to shine. It just 
I understand that this whole process of changing the way the Oscars work is not going to happen overnight. Well, they've been doing this process of changing for the past three years. You think up to this point they would have some kind of diversification going on, and they don't. It's very frustrating. I completely and utterly agree. But with that being said, that does wrap up our uh, – I do absolutely love, if you guys have realized, we talk more about the nominations than we do the winners. Um, and depending on if my brother cries or not, this the winners might turn into an actual video – just because if we bring out tears, I think it deserves to be notified. I'm not going to lie. If Joker wins any of the big – well, I guarantee you the second one. If it wins any of the big th- four, I am I might, yeah, because – And that's that, – that, that's – okay. You just pointed out something huge. You just said Joker is nominated for 11 different Oscars. It can say it was nominated for 11 different Oscars, but the only four that truly matter – or, or five, because you skipped one, which is fine, because it's, it's a win, but you know what I mean. Matter. Those are the categories that need to be not so white, need to be more, you know, you know what I mean? Like, those are the ones that matter, and you can't just throw one random person in there and be like, oh, we did it. Yeah, because Little Women had someone for Best Actress, it had a Best Adapted Screenplay, and it had Best Picture. It's missing that one. That's the only one it's missing of the four. If all that got nominated, why didn't she? And not just, like I said, and I mean, it goes both ways. And, bec- and we're not really talking about diversity because there isn't a lot. Of, but you can say the same thing about Parasite. If Parasite got nominated for Best Picture, Best Foreign Film, Best Director, Best you know Screenplay, why are none of the actors nominated? For that, was not, that was on NE24. They didn't push anybody. They See, just pushed what, Long Slow. But if you look at Roma. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like it's impossible for these actors to be nominated. No. And I get to see the film. I'm sure they did an amazing job. If the movie itself is supposed to be a masterpiece of a film, the actors are, play a factor. It's yes. just annoying. So, and I um, love Scarlett Johansson, but she's a great place. She got nominated twice. More than likely, she should be nominated for Marriage Story and not Jojo Rabbit. They missed a spot here. You know, to put somebody else in there that yeah. could have been more diverse or something like that. And I mean, it's just things like that. And and again, they had so many other options for their 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 their, their, their person of color to be nominated. Why they went with Harriet of all of them? I Especially don't know. All the backlash and stuff she's facing right now in the community. I mean, like you just talked about J Lo, Jennifer Lopez. She could have been in that. She could have been in her spot. Jennifer Lopez. Definitely deserve the Oscar. Some other people who should be mentioned, some contenders Eddie here. That got Eddie Murphy got snubbed. Adam Sandler, supposedly, so if you had to see it, but got snubbed. Um, Our watching the film he might have got snubbed for. Huh? Dad's watching Uncut Gems right now, so I'll let you know. Oh. Did you guys run it? No, he's watch, He's using the fire stick. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Um, there's, there's an, I was just thinking about it, and they also got – I can't think of what it is. I can't think of what it is. But they also got snubbed. It's somebody I just I just can't remember. I know they're white, but I think that uh, William Defoe and Pattinson oh. both got snubbed for Lighthouse. I think they're both really good. Huh? Rocket Man. Yeah. Big big Golden Go winner. Where is he? Nowhere. Nowhere to be found. And that just shows you how much the the Golden Globes really. Look just at the SAG. The SAGs are a huge indication. Lupita Nyong'o was nominated for us. Where is she? Lupita. New that's not us, us, a very diverse, well, well-crafted in many areas, not every, of a movie, 
Uki, definitely, by far, I don't really think I'm going to see a performance unlike with Peter Young. I still stand by it. One of the best performances of last year was us. That right there is like one of the biggest snubs of the night. Not in, also, you can also say for her, it was in March. People forgot about it. Bullshit. Aquafina. Uh, yeah, that was that? a big one. They're always talking about. You know, I mean, it's just these things. It's just a fucking annoying. And maybe they'll learn. Maybe they won't learn. People are no that that and see that's where I have to say that that's not true. They've had three years to learn. And rating wise, they always get more ratings by more diverse nominations. Yes, if it's a so white, no one pays attention to it because it's yep. so white. And so even if Joker does win, it might not actually get any headlines out of it because and that it's, really sucks. And it's in a so white Oscar year because and people will be like. Oh, Joker was amazing, but did you see this movie that was really diverse? Why did it not win? You know, and it could have had the contention. Because, so I was reading, you know, outlets this morning, you know, talking. I didn't read the nominations where it was talk, where they were talking about, but everybody was talking about in the outlets. No, no, no diversity, no women, no people of color. That was the headlines of the Oscars this morning. It wasn't the nominations about congratulating everybody. It was the fact that again the Oscars went the hashtag still so white. They really need to get their act together. I guarantee you they didn't get a host because they won't have to deal with that bullshit again either. So Yeah, but I'm very sure people are very um people come up on stage to read the nomination stuff. They don't hold back. They have no feelings of towards no. offending anybody. And no. I really do hope they call out some shit because they deserve to call out some shit. There's a lot of people here who I got Niago has been asked to do something for the Oscars. And I hope she said, I, I hope anybody, Joaquin Phoenix is going to have a fucking time on stage when he gets his award. He is going to let people have their shit because if you watch it, if you watch his Golden Globe acceptance speech, he is not afraid to let shit out. So that's why it's, you know, a risk having him in such a big role. It's a payout risk, but it's also a risk. Either way, um, I hope you guys enjoyed. I do want to mention before we end here that. Next, when Oscars do come out on the 9th, um, it comes out in just a few short weeks. Um, we will already have a podcast a podcast up, and that video will be going up onto YouTube. Um, we actually start on the 31st. We start recording again for normal podcast for season two. On the 31st of January, our first one will show up on this. So we'll have two up before the Oscars. The Oscars at this very moment, unless my brother cries, that definitely needs to be shown on the internet somewhere. Um, he, it will be just audio like normal. If not, we'll have three, you know, podcasty videos go up both on YouTube. But there will definitely be three new episodes, including the first premiere of season two, which will have our favorite game, Approve or Disapprove for February. Very excited for it. All right. Well, we will see you guys then. That will be the next time you guys hear from us is um, for that. Unless we do cover. Once again, I want to reiterate, like we did at the beginning of the show, all of these awards, contention stuff, and that kind of stuff will only be audio exclusive. Um, we are. Yeah, and uh, remember, remember, always remember to like, rate, subscribe. You know, let us know how we're doing on the audio part of this as well. And like you said, we'll be back a couple weeks from now with the opening of season two, along with our coverage of the winners and such from the Oscars. It will be two Saturdays. It will be two Saturdays from the 18th, basically. It will be two weeks from the 18th, and then we'll be back for normal. So basically, if you're listening to it, just like casually listening to us, it's like we never left. But for people who watch us on YouTube, and there's a few, 
you know, it's like, oh, they're back. Hi, how you doing? Yep. So I'm excited for that as well. All right, without further ado, we are going to go ahead and call off here, though. I am Jacob from Jacob is Here. You are? I'm Ray. And he doesn't have a tag anymore. That's right. And we'll see you guys all next time. Thank you for watching. Bye. Great and dancing. Da, 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 da,